Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks this morning. What a wonderful opportunity uh, to share God's Word, to uh, converse, to meet with God, to uh, listen to this podcast. Hopefully, uh, as you listen to this, this devotion will uh, be a blessing to you, will we'll help you, as always. We're thrilled to have Stephanie Wesco with us this morning. As we finished up yesterday's podcast, speaking on courage, uh, Stephanie and I started beginning to talk about uh, having preparation for courage, and Stephanie brought up the those great verses and in the book of Ephesians chapter six, talking about the full armor of God or this preparation for courage. So we want this 69th podcast to be about preparing for courage. We spoke about being prepared, going through basic training, those different kinds of things. So this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast for us. We're going to handle it just a little different. We're going to cover each area. I'm going to first read the entire area. We're going to be speaking of verses number 10 through 21 of Ephesians chapter 6. And then Stephanie and I are going to pass back and forth talking about what the pieces of armor look like this morning and how you can put them on and how they can be a blessing to you. So in the book of uh, Ephesians 6 chapter uh, chapter 6 verse number 10, finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about the truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness." and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery dots of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and in watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints." And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Oh, God, help us to open our mouths boldly. For which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. But they that ye also may know my affairs, and know I do Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall be known to you all things. And you know, I think as I read through the scripture, one of the first things that comes to my mind, Stephanie, is this dude named Tychicus. You know, there's not enough Tychicuses in the world that can go there and meet up with, with old Paul. But I, I want to go back to a serious nature here. Sorry about that. Uh, that old Tychicus has always freaked me out. So as Paul's closing up the, his book to the church at uh, Ephesus, he's telling them, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And then he goes on and he talks to us about the wiles of the devil and uh, these trials that get thrown at us, these things that are constantly hitting at us, aimed on us to uh, to take us out, to make our ministry one that's insignificant, one that's uh, we're not doing very well in, one that uh, 
uh, is, is not God-pleasing, one that's not helping people, is not edifying people, one that's not bringing the mystery of the gospel to people. He's, he's telling us right here that we may stand against those wiles, that we that we may, and, he, and he's going on, he's saying, listen, we don't wrestle against these people, but we're wrestling against the whole thought pattern. Uh, we have okay. this whole thing against powers and the rulers of darkness of the world, and boy, there are many. And then it goes on and it says, wherefore, take on you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. And so as Stephanie just, Stephanie just reminded me a minute ago, that the armor is what protects us. The armor mm -hmm. gives us more courage. The armor makes right. us be where we want to be. When I was in the army, we would spend an entire week learning how to fire the M16, learning everything about it. And then when that training was all done, uh, I remember the drill sergeant said, I would still rather have you know how to put on your armor so that bullets won't penetrate you and so that you'll be able to live to fight another day we should have a whole week on putting on your armor in the army is what the drill sergeant had. Well, we should have a whole week of putting on the armor uh, here on our podcast, but we're not going to take a week. We're just going to take a few minutes. So, Stephanie, as we look at this armor, the first part he's talking about is that our loins are girt apart with truth, right? That's what it says, mm -hmm. taking on your loins girt about with truth. When you think about that, what is your loins girt about with truth? What does that mean to you? Well, it takes me back to John 17, where John 17 is one of my absolute favorite chapters in the entire Bible, yeah. um, with Jesus coming to his Father for us. And as I, I was just looking through it while you were talking here, and just honestly, a lot of it is, it's, you could summarize it with, saying, with him saying, Father, give my children courage and give them what they, you know, say. And anyway, all that to say, verse 17 stuck out to me as I was thinking about truth. And um, Jesus asked his father, he, he implored him to sanctify them. That's us. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And there's just so much there because Jesus is the word and all of that. But we are sanctified, we are made clean, we're made who we need to be through God's truth. And I think the basis, um, I think for me, what, what I see in that of my boys guard about with truth is, you know, you don't put on the outer armor first, you start with the inner armor. Yeah. And where your heart, your soul, your body, everything has been sanctified. It has been set apart. It belongs to God. Um, your the very essence of who you are is girt about. It's clothed in truth. It's clothed in that truth comes from His Word. Um, as Jesus said, "Thy Word, Thy Thy Word is truth." Jesus is that truth, and where we are clothed in Him, and we are living in with you know live, living a life that's so intermingled with him and who he is that he's shining through us and he's living his life through us that it's it's that first inner clothing protection that goes on before any of that other armor um it's that basis for the other armor is is truth is god's word is knowing that truth and being so immersed in it that it literally becomes that first closest to our body shield yeah. that we have is God's truth and who he is. 
It is. It is. And, and you know, that loin to gird about the loins, that's the belt. That's what's holding everything up. That's what's keeping mm-hmm. these things that God gives to right. uh, marriage, to a husband and wife uh, free. And, and to do that, you know, we take on the whole armor. We're against what the devil wants for us as we led up to that. We're against these things. We, we put on this armor. We're against perversion and pornography and abortion and drugs and so on and so forth. And, and as we read that we're against those things, and then all of a sudden, we're having our loins girt, girt about with truth. The first thing that God's telling us, man, is we're covering up our lower part of our body. And then we get to this point where he talks about the breastplate of righteousness, having the breastplate. What does that mean to you, Stephanie, when you when you see that term there in, in uh, verse number 14, stand therefore having your uh, loins girt about with truth and having on a breastplate of righteousness. Now, what, what do you think about the breastplate of righteousness and how that comes together there. Well, I think about the fact that the breastplate is covering, you know, the upper part of your body, your heart is yeah. what comes to my mind. Yeah, and right, right on. the yeah. whole the whole concept to me is that that we have to be clothed in Christ's righteousness and our heart has to be cleansed. Um, our own righteousnesses are as filthy rags. There was absolutely nothing. And where we have come to Christ, we have become his child and we're in daily communion with him and keeping our heart right with him and hence his righteousness is is covering us it's protecting us from satanic attack when we stand before god god doesn't see our sin he sees his son and his work on the cross and the fact that we have been redeemed and set apart and we belong to jesus christ and that is you know, that gives the devil no ground against us when we are clothed, when our heart is being protected. Um, the very essence of who we are is protected and covered by the righteousness of Christ. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, what you're saying, those vital organs, covering them up, mm-hmm. those those things, and, and, you know, both figuratively and literally, a Roman soldier did that. And, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, our hearts can be hurt. There's a there's 8 billion almost people in this world that need to hear the gospel. And be before we dock in these doors, before we go out and step out, we need to have those vital organs covered. We need to have our heart bathed in prayer. And I like what you said, mm-hmm. protecting those vital organs, so important. And then we go on as we continue to read. And, and in verse 15, it says, in your feet, shard with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So uh, having your feet shod with the preparation of of the gospel of peace. Now, what does that mean to you, Stephanie, as we look at that? Oh, there's a lot that comes to mind with that verse. It stirs a lot of emotion up. But I think there's there's that the Great Commission comes to mind where we are focused as a good soldier of Jesus Christ on the mission, the main mission above all other missions that God has given us and interrelates with any other calling it should interrelate and be a vital part of any other calling God puts on our life. And that is sharing the gospel. That is being Christ's ambassador, um, being willing to walk, being willing to go wherever he has us go. And um, I think of the verse that says, how beautiful are the feet of those that bring the gospel of peace. And um, where, where our feet, you know, the, the, part of our body that God gave us to carry us, to, to take us wherever we have to go, where those feet are surrendered, they're clothed in 
they're consumed with going where God wants you to go. And there's a lot of surrender here because it means that preparation. It means we're, 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 we're making a plan. This is where God has me to go. This is where, um, he's given me focus and this is where I'm heading and that determination to follow, to walk that path wherever mm-hmm. God has us to go. And I think of Paul, you know, Paul lived this literally, um, walking and traveling, but you know, ultimately if we're not willing to use our feet, you know, we have to make that choice to follow. And that, that involves our feet being clothed and literally putting on shoes in, you know, figuratively and literally putting on shoes that will, that will take us to fulfill God's mission for us. And that is bringing the gospel of peace to a world that's um, hurting and lost. Boy, you got that right. And I think that, you know, I think you nailed that one right on. And, you know, it, it uses that word that so few Christians use, and we don't hear enough in our churches or in our mindsets today, Is and that word is called being prepared, preparation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. need to be prepared. And then, then we go to verse 16, and it says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery dots of the wicked. So seeing that, what comes to your mind that... Uh, uh, putting on that shield of faith, above all, putting on that shield of faith. What comes to your mind, Stephanie? Well, when you think of a shield, um, I think of the Roman shields. Yeah. Um, is what, you know, Paul was re- writing this in that day. When people were reading this, they were envisioning a Roman soldier. And um, those shields were massive. They were, I'm sure they were heavy. Um, they didn't just... Um, you know, they weren't a plaything. Those were a very serious part of their armor. They could lock those together and create a wall, so to speak, um, above their heads or in front of them, whatever the case was. I just, there's times when I've read about um, the way that the Roman soldiers were trained and used those shields. It's just amazing to me. And I think there's a huge part of um, these last few verses where it ends about, you know, all saints. I think there's a concept here of where we take those shields of faith. In other words, these are not shields of dependence on ourselves. These are shields of complete dependence and confidence in God and who he is and his ability. And where that, that becomes our ultimate protection above all choosing to yeah. say god i'm yours and i trust you and um yeah that's that's our ultimate that's our ultimate weapon against the devil because god's getting the glory then yeah um he's the one protecting us and our you know the psalms talk about him being our shield and yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that's just a powerful image it is, and you know, back in that day, lining up all those shields and having a, mm-hmm. a steel wall and uh, having a wall against those things, protecting you from those fiery dots. And you know, since the devil was created, he's been studying human behavior. You know, he wants to see the best way to get us to take us out, and uh, he's the god of fire. You know, he's 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 the yeah. god of this world. He's darkness. He he has no strength over us. And God reminds us, oh, you need your shield here. Those fiery dots can't touch you if you got that right. And then in verse 17, it says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So the helmet of salvation and the sword, uh, which is the word of God. What comes to your mind when you see that? 
it's almost like God lumps those two things together in a sense. Yeah. And um, salvation, you know, we know ultimately um, our heart and mind um, are the two most important organs. Um, you know, when we think of what causes, you know, out of the heart is where the mouth speaketh. And we have Philippians 4, 8, where we're being told, watch your thoughts, keep your thought life right. And um, obviously knowing Christ is your savior but since this is being written to Christians and it's already lined up all these other things, I think there's that concept of salvation being that daily sanctification, that daily walk with God, that daily guarding our thoughts and filling our hearts and our minds with the word of God, where that is where our minds dwell, where we're meditating. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And that that verse is talking about you're hiding it in your heart and your mind. Those two are interrelated in that verse. And where you're meditating on his word and delighting there. And hence, you will have the sword of the spirit in hand because as your heart and mind is filled with the word of God, your hand will be filled with it. It will be right there. It is your it is your weapon to wield when you're opposed when you're wrestling against those principalities and powers and those fiery darts those thoughts that are contrary to god's word and his ways you have that sword of the spirit to cut those down to cast you know casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god and you have to have that sword in hand you have to be prepared you have to have your mind filled with God's word. And that doesn't happen without work. It doesn't happen without focusing and planning and putting the effort and time and diligence into it. But God's saying, if you don't have that, you will not be able, you know, if you're not doing that, putting on that helmet, you won't have your sword. Yeah, no, I that's think good. those two are very interrelated. That's really good. I think, I, I think you nailed it right, right where it needs to be nailed. And uh, you put the helmet on the head, which is the head holds, all the knowledge, and you know, when a soldier puts a helmet on, he's protecting the brain. He's he's protecting the thought life. He's protecting all those different things. And 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 I think we need to remember that, um, you know, we need to protect things that enter our minds. Again, literally and figuratively. And we yeah. we, uh, you know, our minds are our walk with God, and God's reminding us of that. And then talking about the sword, the Word of God, knowing the Word of God, and what you're doing now. Listen to this podcast. Uh, uh, this morning, and and, uh, and and that's all part of this, and doing your Bible reading, and, and getting ready for your Sunday school class, and the preaching, and all of that is getting that sword ready, being ready to protect, using that sword, and, and, and you know, we go on to verse 18 as we wrap this up, it says, praying always uh, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all the perseverance and supplication for all saints. And and it's talking about praying here. It's, uh, you know, prayer means so much. I remember a little poem from years ago, uh, just two lines from a, a fellow named William, William Cowper, and C-O-W-P-E-R. And it said, Satan trembles when he sees the weakest saint upon his knees. Mm-hmm. And dear friends, we, we need to be praying always with all prayer and supplication in the same spirit, which is God. And then 19, and for me, the utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. If we have all this armor on, those 8 million doors are all ready to be opened, Stephanie. If we have our armor completely on, 
if we if we got our loins girt with truth, if we got the breastplate of righteousness, if we got our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel, a helmet of salvation, a sword of the spirit, and I'm sorry, uh, yeah, helmet of salvation, a sword of the spirit, which is our faith in the word of God, and then the prayer. Oh boy, that prayer, being ready, the weakest saint. And uh, then in verse 20, it says, for which I am an ambassador in bonds. He's in jail when he's writing this that thereon I may speak boldly, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. And then he says, but that ye also may know my affairs. And know I do, Tychicus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known all these things. So I'm, I'm sending this letter to the church at Philippi with my friend Tychicus. He's going to make sure you get it, and everything's going to be great. And uh, and that's where we close today, folks, is courage comes when we have the proper armor on. Courage comes when we know that we're protected from every side. So folks, uh, put on your loins, gird your loins, put on your breastplate, shod your feet, uh, do that, put on the helmet, uh, have your sword of the spirit, be reading God's word and pray. Well, again, it's an honor to be with you. Wear that armor. A lot of you listening to me know that uh, the armor helps us every day. Those of us with stressors, those of us who've went through things that cause PTSD, the armor is real. Well, dear friends, we're really thankful to be coming with you today. May God bless you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.